Welcome to Talking Supply Chain. In each episode, you'll hear from the authors that make Supply Chain Management Review such a special publication. This podcast is hosted by Bob Troublecock, Editorial Director of Supply Chain Management Review. Remember that Bob welcomes your comments now to today's episode. Well, hello and welcome to today's episode of Talking Supply Chain. Meet the future of supply chain management. I'm Bob Troublecock, and joining me today are Gabe Segura and Arjith Jagan Nathan. Guys, welcome. Hey, Bob. It's great to be here. Uh, it's actually our first uh, podcast that we've been on, so we're super, super excited to be able to to, to chat with you here. Yeah. Hey, Bob. Uh, great, to, great talking to you again, and we're super excited to be here, as Gabe just mentioned. Good. And I hope I didn't butcher your names too badly. I always ask everyone <laughs> before I start the podcast. And then I forget what they told me, you know, as soon as I get going. So we, hey, we're thrilled to have you guys here. So to my listeners, this episode is a little different. Now, if you're a regular listener of the Talking Supply Chain podcast, most of my guests are established supply chain practitioners, consultants, and academics. They're SVPs, you know, they're consultants at the, at the big firms like Accenture and EY. And again, some of the great academics. At the same time, you know, we all know one of the hottest topics in supply chain today is, well, where's the next generation of supply chain leaders going to come from? I invited Gabe and Arjith today to try to answer that question. I met them last year at the Next Gen Supply Chain Conference I produce. And that's where I learned that they're seniors in industrial engineering at Purdue, one of the great Midwestern schools. They took the initiative to reach out to us and say, hey, we're interested in this. You know, can we uh, attend? They introduced themselves to me. I had a great conversation with them there, and I thought, let's record an episode um, so we can get to know you guys a little bit better, understand what attracted you to our industry, and let's get started. I'm going to throw this question out to both of you, and Gabe, maybe you can start first. Just tell me a little bit about your background. Who are you? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, uh, Bob, like you mentioned, my name's Gabe. Uh, So I'm a current senior studying industrial engineering at Purdue with a minor in computer science. Uh, So I'm from Miami, Florida. in, in a place full of beaches, nice warm weather. I traded all of that in to go to Purdue, uh, to go to the Midwest for the first time. Honestly, if you had told me four years ago that I'd be in Indiana for the next four years of my life, I would not have believed you. So um, it, it was definitely a big change, but it's, it was one that now that I'm leaving, it's bittersweet to be almost done. Um, it's, it's been such an incredible experience because I came in sort of knowing what I wanted to do. I, I knew I liked engineering, um, but I, I knew ultimately I liked that that intersection between in engineering and business. How can you communicate uh, complex topics in a way that that people can resonate with them in, in, and and uh, accomplish great things from that? So uh, at Purdue, I've been able to get involved with a ton of different things, which is sort of why I chose it. Just being able to explore so many different interests, uh, both with maybe 3D printing, with um, uh, industrial engineering with artificial intelligence, computer science, uh, with even, I don't know, playing soccer, for example, just having that opportunity to be in a place where, where everyone is here to, to, at the end of the day, become better versions of themselves has been super, super inspiring. Um, Arjith, in fact, uh, we met as uh, we were random roommates freshman year, and um, we, we ended up hitting it off. Now we've been, we've been, we've been friends ever since. Um, so super, super happy to be here. Um, and uh, yeah, Arjith. Yeah. Hey guys. Uh, thanks for the mini introduction, Gabe. I'm Arjith. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts originally. Uh, 
when I got to Purdue, I was basically exploring different engineering careers uh, in my senior year of high school. I was directed in more like software direction because my both my parents are in the industry and that's their background. But once I came to Purdue, I kind of slowly started to realize that I wanted some more management within my classes. So I started to explore industrial engineering, which was a good mix of uh, supply chain engineering, as well as some business and management in it as well. And similarly, as Gabe mentioned, just through the variety of internships and experiences that I gained at Purdue with like student-led consulting groups, business fraternities, and other club events as well, I got to learn more about what we're expecting to see in the industry itself. But clearly, attending these conferences as well as some case competitions, it's getting more evident to me that there's a lot of new nuances that run around the industries. And I'm really excited to learn more about that as well. Great. Well, thank you. So first of all, when I was listening to the two of you, we've got Gabe from Miami and Arjith from Boston. And you don't normally think of people from Boston and Miami heading to Indiana and uh, I, I was I was realizing, you know, I lived the last 38 years in New Hampshire and my wife and I moved to Chicago. And, and one of the re- things that people ask me is like, why would you want to go to Chicago? <laughs> you know, you should have gone to Miami. And I yeah. always tell them that, like, I was tired of the New Hampshire winters, you know. Um, of course, Chicago's not much better. So anyway, so I feel for you. <laughs> I gave <laughs> move from from Miami there. I went from cold to uh, cold to colder. Hey, so let's talk about I met you guys at a supply chain management conference. I know that your major is industrial engineering, but a lot of industrial engineers end up going into supply chain today. I don't we're going to talk a little bit about your path um, first. Uh, and maybe we'll start with Arjith this time. Did you know anything about supply chain uh, when you graduated from high school? You mentioned that, I think it was you who mentioned that your parents um, were in the engineering profession, but, you know, what attracted you to the profession um, as a potential career? To be completely honest, I had no clue what supply chain meant when I came into Purdue. I knew some of my friends majored in supply chain itself, but to be fair, I had, I had, I didn't really have a good understanding of what it meant and what, what it entailed as well. So once I picked up industrial engineering and due to the variety of like skills and engineering and business, I was able to kind of like understand uh, what the industry looked like a little more in terms of like the processes that go behind it. And I started to enjoy a little more about what the efficiency and productivity of it, uh, of the major offered to me as potential career paths. And last year, in fact, when I started learning more about integrated production systems and we had two classes on it where we were learning about MRP, ERP systems, and all these various topics, that's also when the supply chain crisis is happening. And being someone, and Gabe is here uh, with me, uh, people who have a lot of like software experience or like uh, more like a technology experience as well, we started looking in and thinking of ways that we could maybe create and change or how we could as the next generation come in and involve computer science within this industry as well. So that's kind of what uh, attracted us to this profession since it's it felt like an industry that has a lot of potential to grow, is growing, and it's something that we could uh, learn from as well as share our expert expertise with from college. Gabe, what about you? So I'm in the same boat. When I came into Purdue, um, I, I had an idea of what supply chain was, but I'll be honest. I mean, I wasn't super, uh, I, I didn't really give it enough of a light of day to really explore it as much as I have been in, in the last couple of years now. Um, the, but the beauty of industrial engineering is that it's it's so broad in the sense that you're learning a lot about engineering. 
uh, also a lot about business, but how, again, those those two things intersect. And with that intersection, supply chain ends up becoming a, a big piece of focus. Um, in addition to that, Purdue uh, does focus a lot on, on some uh, uh, more artificial intelligence, how to, how to integrate big data into your, your curriculum. So um, once, once I started seeing, okay, well, again, with these ERP, MRP systems that we're, that we're learning about, uh, but uh, also with uh, some of the, the, the opportunities that, that, that we have the potential to explore while we're here, I started realizing how much of an impact supply chain um, uh, has on the global economy. Um, just, I mean, the obvious example being being COVID, once that started, uh, people started buying um, a toilet paper off the shelves like it was, like, I mean, like it was nothing. Uh, and and obviously that, that became a, a huge point of stress to supply chain and that cascaded into several different products, several different industries. Now uh, there, there's, a, there's bottlenecks all over the place. Um, so, so that really fascinated me because I, I saw from from me noticing how, how it's impacting myself as well as the people around me, um, how how supply chain has, has become the backbone of the global economy. And uh, so, understanding how to be able to manage these unprecedented changes um, is is right in line with the skill set that we get as industrial engineers, where we see these problems and we have this broad array of skill sets to be able to find potential solutions. So once we're coming into this industry, we're hope, uh, the idea would be to come in with, with a variety of tools that we can use, but also with the mentality that we can speak with a lot of these different people that also have uh, are, are professionals in a specific area of the field and how to help them better communicate with one another so that we can all benefit from, um, from integrating potentially some new technologies into the, into the industry. Uh, you know, I'm I'm someone who talks to a lot of senior supply chain leaders, like the guys that um, you know and gals that you heard um, at NextGen, and many of them uh, began their supply chain uh, careers as industrial engineers. By the way, you know they might have later gotten an MBA to understand the business aspect, and that's what helped them, you know, get to the VP, the SVP, or the chief supply chain thing, but. But they began in engineering, and I just wonder. And and often it's industrial engineering versus you know electrical, and uh, you know certainly versus like civil. I just wondered in your industrial engineering classes, um, have either advisors or professors, um, you know, explained that nexus between industrial engineering and supply chain management as a potential career. Oh, absolutely. Um, a, a lot of the classes, in fact, they use supply chain concepts or what's going on in the real world, and, and they integrate that into our curriculum. Um, so like Arjus mentioned, we have a class uh, that works with integrated production systems. So we had some case studies that were focused around supply chain and maybe a, a makeshift client that's having an issue with, um, I don't know, uh, uh, bringing in a part from, from Brazil uh, and and we need to see, okay, well, how can we how can we streamline the supply chain so that we can get this product into the hands of the people that need it as if, as efficiently and, and as cost effective as possible. Um, so there's definitely definitely an emphasis on on supply chain within um, our our uh, curriculum. Yep. And additionally, I think we also do have some career seminars throughout our four years, which introduce us to these various different concepts and industries and how they apply. They may not go into as much depth 
about it, but we do have speakers coming in, alumni coming in to talk more about their jobs and their careers as well. So even if it's not just focused on supply chain alone, there is they do cover the topics. Uh, and in hindsight, that's very useful for us. So, you know, um, one, you, you know, you were at the conference and you, you realize the whole, you know, the vast expanse of what is supply chain management. You know, there's so many processes from planning to procurement, to operations, manufacturing, transportation, distribution. Are there areas that the two of you find more intriguing? I, it, it almost feels like um, operational given that you're industrial engineering. But I just wondered, you know, as you look at the different processes, what grabs you? You know, what what really intrigues you? Um, whoever wants to go first on this one. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I can kick it off. Uh, so I, I hmm, that's, that's a good question, because I, I, there's not one specific one that I, I honestly find the most interesting. I think all of them are fascinating just in the way that they all integrate with one another. Um, each one I find equally important. Um, I mean, if I had to choose, it'd probably be with maybe planning and uh, transportation and distribution. Um, and, and I say that because there are so many things that I think the uh, supply chain uh, can, can improve upon in terms of uh, integrating new methods for transparency, new technologies that would allow uh, more predictive analytics, for example. There's, there's so much room for growth um, that... Um, that I, I get really excited for that. I mean, that that's uh, why I wanted to do engineering in the beginning, in the first place, is because we're we're trained to look for problems and and find new creative ways how to solve them. Um, so with with supply chain, given that it's such an important part of of the economy, um, it's it's right in line with with um, or it, it's 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 ripe for 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 growth uh, and um, with with whatever it might be, whether it's manufacturing in the operation side or whether we're, we're procuring new things or trying to find new ways how to maybe vertically integrate our supply chain. There's so much we can do there. Um, so, well, so and, yeah. yeah, and planning is really, you know, planning is where it all begins. Planning is really foundational. Arjith, what about you? Yeah, so similar, like I mentioned for the previous question, I feel like Purdue has done a lot of emphasis on explaining these con- uh, different, like, parts of the industry was in its own capacity. So, but the one thing I definitely learned by coming to the next gen supply chain conference was understanding the mass of information that exists in the industry, which I don't know about myself yet. So as I'm learning more about these, more about these like different sides of supply chain itself, I'm finding a lot, a lot of um, nuances, which would seem interesting from more like an operation standpoint, as you expected. Um, so, I think operations in general, as Gabe said, planning as well, has a lot of future growth and potential. And it's, 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 a, it's a place where I feel like us as the next generation could make an impact uh, by bringing some new technology into it, as well as uh, implementing a lot of uh, old-fashioned management styles as well, which could help in, help in that direction. Uh, this next one, this one, this next one may be... <clears throat> you know, may not be in your purview or not, but this is a conversation that I have all the time had with an academic um, just yesterday. So there's this debate in academia and industry about how to prepare students for the jobs. And what industry wants is, you know, students who, uh, who, who have been trained and can come in and start on day one, like they know how to run an ERP system and a WMS and so on. 
And at many universities, not all, but at many universities, the feeling is, hey, that's your job as an employer to train your employee for yours. Ours is to teach them critical thinking and give them those kind of skills and so on. Um, in other words, they're not practitioner focused. And I just wondered at the, the program that you're in, you know, how much hands-on is there uh, in terms of preparing you for a job in industry? Like you mentioned, you know, ERP and MRP. Um, and are you able to tour facilities, work in internships? How, how's Purdue preparing you guys uh, for when you graduate to hit the ground running? Yeah, um, so definitely, there's definitely a lot of emphasis on it. As I mentioned, we do have classes that cover the basics of these. I personally don't think that we have enough knowledge to just come in and immediately start working on the ERP system directly. There's definitely going to have to be some training, uh, in my opinion. But we do a lot of courses, which teaches the theoretical knowledge that goes behind all these concepts. So it's more like we have a very good, solid foundation to understand uh, how these technologies improve the industry and the company we're working for as well. Because without which we're just doing things, it's not really like we don't really understand the job then. So I definitely think there's a benefit to the theoretical classes. And a lot of our senior year classes as well have, as we mentioned, some case studies that uh, come into play, which provide some deeper insight into what an industry job could look like after you graduate. These do definitely help us. And our first two years are very, very foundational classes. So I would not really say that there's enough information there where we'd be able to go and uh, work on these systems. Um, however, for us specifically, we've had we've done a lot of like case competitions and these extracurricular activities, which Purdue offers us and uh, we've taken advantage of. We're able to gain more industry experience through that. For example, during one of the case competitions game that I were part of last semester, we had to go more in depth to learn about SAP and its pros and cons for a company. So although it may not have been more from the implementation standpoint, it is at least understanding the business aspect of it and how it is helping enterprise as a whole. Um, and more from an inter internship perspective, I personally have had a lot of my internships focus on a more uh, software product kind of a side. Uh, so I can't really talk more for the supply chain side, but I definitely know that uh, internships are providing us opportunities to experiment and learn these new technologies as well. Maybe Gabe could go more in depth with that. Hey, Gabe, I got a question as you get started. With the case competitions, where were they at? For instance, I don't know if you guys are familiar with ASCM, uh, Association for Supply Chain Management, but they do uh, a college case study competition, I think, with uh, either E1 or uh, Deloitte, one of those. Tell me a little bit about the case competition, what you guys have done. Yeah, so uh, Arjun and I are both super in, in engaged and involved with these case competitions. Um, typically, they're online at least in the last couple of years, primarily because of COVID and some of these some of the hosts of case competitions. They start realizing that uh, the, the the virtual environment allows for uh, more people to be able to get involved in them. Uh, the most recent one that we did involving supply chain uh, was online, so it was, it was hosted by Lockheed Martin. Um, it was a um, a, uh, a case competition focusing on uh, supply chain sustainability. So we talked a lot about uh, ESG, so um, environmental, social, and governance um, uh, issues in, within supply chain. And and they gave us this this prompt from a from a again a makeshift client. And our goal was to find ways how to how to essentially 
uh, solve a problem that they were having with with a lack of communication between a, 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 sub, a sub supplier and the client, um, and how can we improve that, that communication, improve reliability, uh, to make sure that uh, that that doesn't end up happening again. Um, so those opportunities are great, just because we we do have that that chance to uh, uh, not only look for for problems, but also present them in a way where we can come back to Lockheed Martin and and uh, pre- present it in a way where where uh, they, they can get something out of it and they can use it in their own uh, uh, in their own field. Um, so so that that experience was really great. We actually ended up winning first place with that competition. So we were super super excited for that, especially considering it was a national competition. Yeah, congratulations on that, Gabe. I want to throw this next question uh, to you first because you hit on it in your introduction. So um, you know when I talk to people my age, I'm almost sixty seven. Um, and I've been around this industry my whole life. My family's been in the industrial packaging business since I was six. Many of us, you know, who've been around for a while will, will tell you this is the most exciting time of our careers. And it's because of, you know, the innovations happening in technology. You hit on, uh, Gabe, in your introduction, you hit on some of those. But, you know, out there, there's robotics and there's data analytics and there's AI and the Internet of Things and machine learning. Uh, blockchain, you, you talked about 3D printing. When you think about the innovations that you're seeing, uh, and we'll ask Arjith after you, um, what what is what captures your attention? What's the thing that you say, wow, I'd really like to be involved in that? Yeah, uh, huge question and, and one that definitely excites me a lot. And this kind of goes back to the question that you mentioned uh, to Arjith earlier on on uh, what are we doing in, in the university to prepare students for the real world. Um, what, what's great about, about at least engineering programs specifically is that it teaches us how to solve problems that don't already exist uh, with new technologies. Um, so we learn a lot about various different things. Uh, with that in mind, two of the ones that I do like a lot and have been pushing a lot, um, both to understand myself, but also how the industry is integrating it is, is within predictive analytics and blockchain. Uh, with predictive analytics, one of the things that we realized, um, even after talking to some people in the next gen conference, is that companies are really, really good at reactive analytics. If something happens, they can they can do what they can after the fact to help solve the problem. But but integrating some artificial intelligence or seeing or or trying to predict what can happen in the future and be ready for that and be prepared for that is very very hard. Um, so I think that that technology has a lot of room to completely disrupt um, supply chain in, in the sense that we can say even, I don't know, predict the next time that uh, uh, there, there's a scarcity in, in, in something and we can, we can ramp up our production of maybe toilet paper, for example, so that we don't ever see any sort of um, scarcity in the shelves. Blockchain is another huge one, um, and it's one that I've actually been exploring very recently um, because it's, it's starting to get into a lot of other industries. Um, where we're noticing in supply chain, for example, that transparency is a huge problem. Um, you can try to vertically integrate your supply chain as much as possible, but some of your sub-suppliers might not want to give you data that you want. Um, blockchain has been helping to solve a lot of that, where some, where some companies, uh, for example, in, 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 uh, in uh, produce, uh, they can use blockchain so that uh, you as the consumer, where you're buying something in the store, um, can get a, a piece of lettuce, for example, that has a biomarker on it. But that biomarker shows each hand that touched that piece of lettuce all the way down to the specific row and, uh, and, and farm that it, was, that it was planted and grown on. 
Um, so blockchain has a lot of opportunity to, um, to, 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 to become a big player in the industry as well. Arjith, what about you? Yeah, I think uh, Gabe covered that very well here. Um, I think, as, as he mentioned, supply chain is a very, very old industry and has had a lot of growth in so many years so far, meaning that there's definitely a lot of guidance structure to how it's being run right now as well. And obviously, firms are constantly trying to innovate, improve upon that as well. Um, similar to how Gabe said, I feel like data analytics, which goes hand in hand with predictive analytics, is a very important structure here. Um, predictive analytics, I feel like many of us misinterpret what it can necessarily mean. Uh, it may not just simply be like um, predicting based on the data that already exists. It might be even like finding new ways to go uh, predict things which don't really have as much sustenance or background, but uh, may provide some more insights to the users itself. So with that, uh, what the NextGen Supply Chain Conference kind of showed me at least was the fact that there's a lot of data that does exist. And it's just more about the data transparency within the industry, as well as uh, showing executives, as well as uh, engineers within these companies, how the data can be used to advance their supply chain systems as well. So maybe even going to the direction of data visualization, presenting the information better a lot of times can simply provide more insights for every user on the other end. And similar to what Gabe had mentioned about the blockchain concepts there, there's uh, through the case competitions we've seen and even just generally seeing the issues that exist through our basic research, it is very evident that there's not enough uh, structure in terms of like seeing uh, how, how the supply chain trickles down all the way. Obviously, there are so many vendors, suppliers, uh, distributors, all these come into play, which make it, make it a very complicated industry. But finding some way to bring it all together, maybe including like uh, Internet of Things here where we can find an environment or uh, a system which can provide these insight in one location could be extremely useful within the next 10 years. And given that we're entering the entire industrial 4.0 right now, which is going to be focused on artificial intelligence, I think it is crucial that this is something that the supply chain industry starts thinking about. And I would love to be a part of this uh, entire growth. So uh, two questions. First, perhaps a a quick one. You know, when you you graduate, there are kind of three paths. One is the uh, consulting path. You know, you go to work for EY, Accenture, or whomever. Um, the second is the practitioner path. You know, you go to work for, uh, you know, Amazon, Walmart, whomever. Um, and the third is the solution provider path, you know, working for SAP or whomever, de- you know, developing um, the next uh, generation of solutions. Um, for the two of you, What's your dream job? Uh, by the way, mine as a senior in college was who will give me a paycheck, but you know, that's a whole different thing. But, but um, you know, as you think about graduating, uh, what what path do both of you, uh, are you thinking that you're interested in going? I think just as you said, I think we're all, we would all definitely love to get paid for sure. <laughs> um, but personally, I would also love to be in a place where I see some constant impact in the work I'm doing. So I'd like to see some quick quick results in terms of uh, what I'm working on and seeing how it can impact the industry in different ways. And given that I do have an engineering background, I would also love to see some software engineering link with it as well so I can start applying those skills in my first couple of years here. Uh, so that would 
uh, and like a job which would also allow me to grow professionally through these learning experiences and allows me to take some risks uh, confidently rather than being afraid to do so. So th- I think those are what I'm looking for when I'm looking for a job at first. Um, if I have to mention in this industry here, I think I'm definitely looking into starting with uh, consulting for now uh, since I'd love to gain some experience in different projects and uh, understand more about the industry in general by targeting myself towards a more supply chain focus there. Gabe? For me, uh, I, I mean, I, I, you know, ideally uh, C-suite, uh, that, that'd be great. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, I, if, if I'm thinking a little bit more short term, one of the things that I want to get more involved in right now is on the technical side. So uh, get involved in, in a, uh, a role where I can maybe focus a little bit more on how computer science is being integrated into the field. Um, I say this because uh, computer science as as a skill set is very, very versatile. Uh, it can be used across several different industries. You can literally come up with any idea to solve a problem that a company might be having and then find a way how to how to how to how to tackle that. Um, so I think that going into industry, being able to really, really uh, dive deep into the problems of supply chain and how companies are using software to help solve those problems, I can, um, start opening up my mind towards using those those same skill sets to further solve more and more and more problems. So it, it's a big snowball effect on that end. Um, uh, with that, yeah. Great. So last question. This is the uh, this is the totally self serving uh, question. So hopefully listeners will forgive me. But you guys attended NextGen and uh, you guys stayed till the bitter end, which was you know admirable. I'm guessing your train didn't leave, so you had to, to hang around. Um, so, A, real, just real quick, how did you learn about the event, and what was most valuable to uh, both of you? So, um, interesting story. We ran into the event completely by accident. Um, so, so one night, Arjit and I were were in a, one of our study um, one of the, one of the study buildings that we have, and uh, we were just looking into supply chain as a field that we we were seeing what kinds of things are happening in the industry. So we looked up, literally looked up next generation supply chain technologies or something like that. And the first thing that came up was the next gen supply chain conference. So I, I got intrigued and I clicked on the link and I realized, hey, that's in Chicago. We're uh, two, two hours away. Uh, so I look at Arjit. We, we uh, start seeing how we can find our way into this conference. Um, and, and lo and behold, we're, we're here now. Um, it was... It's super inspiring experience. I mean, we we came with the with with the uh, uh, specific intention of just going to learn, just being in the room with people that are professionals, um, that know what they're doing, they know the problems in the industry, and they have ways that they're aiming to solve those problems. That we wanted to talk to those people. We wanted to talk to the people that were that were actively integrating new cool technologies into an industry that that frankly needs them. Um, and we left honestly inspired. Um, even now, we're still setting up meetings with some people that we met in the conference, uh, both to make sure that we keep in touch, but also just just to, to keep them as potential mentors, as, as, as uh, potential colleagues, so that we can continue bouncing off ideas with one another, where they can hear from us as students, and, and we can learn from them as professionals. Uh, I think we lost Gabe there. Arjith, what about you? Yes, we might have. Um, yeah, so just as Gabe said, we we uh, happened to stumble upon this, and this is this is a very like 
interesting conference that we first saw. We we saw like the demographics you guys had presented on the website. It was all like uh, X amount of professionals coming in. Uh, we have uh, CEOs, co-founders, all these different uh, industries itself coming into this mix as well, which is very intriguing for us. So as students, it was something that we'd always, we always want to be a part of. We wanted to learn more from these people because they, I feel like they were, they would be able to teach us more than what we can teach ourselves from our college perspective. And that was the most valuable thing because that's what came true. We learned so much about warehouse management, uh, just how supply chain works, how consulting works with uh, supply chain, how different industries all come into this mix. And I think that's an experience that is very valuable since I don't think we would have gained that until we had graduated, if not, and moved forward and then learned more about it on our own. And as Gabe said, we had the chance to talk to so many professionals from different industries, innovators, thinkers, and ambitious people who had who who have been developing themselves in the last few years and can be great mentors to us, as well as guide us in the right direction for our careers moving forward as well, and kind of interact with them too on on that basis. Well, first, by the way, I'm I'm thrilled that you guys were able to make connections that. Um, you know, you might be able to follow up on and um, and and again on the self serving side. I, I thought we had a great uh, lineup of speakers. You don't have to agree with that, but oh yes, it was we, it was amazing. Completely, we loved every yeah. every single great. speech that was there. We loved it. Oh, great, good guys. That oh, uh, that's all the time we have today. Um, I want to thank uh, Gabe Segura and Arjith Jagan Nathan for uh, joining me today. And if you're a supply chain manager interested in getting in touch with either of them, let me know. I'll connect you. Uh, I really do think young uh, people like these two represent the future of our industry. I hope you'll be back for our next episode. Until then, for Supply Chain Management Review and Talking Supply Chain, I'm Bob Troublecock. Thanks again, guys. Talking Supply Chain is produced by Supply Chain Management Review and Peerless Media. You can find it on scmr.com, on iTunes, or under SC247 or just Google SC247 Podcasts. For more information, be sure to visit scmr.com. We hope you'll join us again.